Well, good afternoon and welcome to Real People OC. I'm your host, Kimberly Martin, and we air each and every Thursdays from 4 to 5 on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And we are always streaming on the web at KUCI.org. And you can always reach us via podcast by going to KUCI.org. Click on the archives button and that'll take you to all of our shows where you can listen to our podcasts any time of the day or night. Today's guest is Coleman Fung. He is the retired CEO and chairman of Open Link. He is passionate about his philanthropic efforts and has created the Coleman Fung Foundation to serve several causes. He was instrumental in founding the Coleman Fung Institute for Engineering and Leadership and the Coleman Fung Risk Management Research Center at UC Berkeley. He has committed his resources by endowing the Coleman F. Fung Professorship in the School of Engineering at Stanford University and funding several university and grade school chairs. He is also instrumental in developing and supporting creative educational programs for underserved minority children, sending books and school supplies to Mali through a group of French high school students, funding the development of nutrient trading protocol, supporting an integrated program to restore watershed of Chesapeake Bay, providing financial support to U.S. military veterans, housing, and many other worthy projects. But today, the reason we intersect with Coleman Fung is to hear about a new venture that he is sharing with Charles Huang and Kai Huang, the creators of Guitar Hero, and as a result of their uh, philanthropic work together at Cal Berkeley, the three of them have shared a common vision of improving health and wellness in people through the use of technology and games. So out of that came Blue Goji, and today we get to talk to Coleman Fung about his work there and to tell us all about it. So welcome, Coleman Fung, the CEO of Blue Goji. I'm so excited to have you here talking to us here on KUCI today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, so, okay, so you have a really interesting background, and I know our listeners are going to want to hear all about you. So we can we can devote as much time as we want to to Blue Goji, because that's where the excitement is for now. But if you would, for a moment, reflect a little bit on your career, and tell us a little bit about your, um, your inspiration for Blue Goji. Okay, so uh, Blue Goji is actually a second startup that I co-founded with my fellow uh, Berkeley friends, and they are the really gaming experts. They are the Guitar Hero co-inventors. And so uh, being a second startup for all of us, we were just having fun um, and trying to do something that can actually make a small contribution to you know, something that we are all passionate about. How do we motivate people to develop a healthier lifestyle? And um, it, it was kind of comical at the time, uh, right before we came up with the idea for Blue Goji. It was basically, hey, you know, you have the gaming expert expertise and I have sort of the analytical risk management background. So how can we combine the two and try to move the needle? And, and one of the areas that we identify was, you know, Americans are always being criticized. Well, oh, we don't do enough exercise and, you know, we need to, you know, change our diet, change our lifestyle, which is all true. But what I don't think people give credit to most Americans is that we actually all have very good intention. And that's why you have, you know, really booming business in the gym uh, business. There are tons of gyms popping up. A lot of gym memberships are being purchased as well as a lot of home cardio equipment. So to me, I like to focus on the positive side. So people are doing something, they want to do something, they all have good intention, but yet they, they couldn't stick to it. So, you know, given our collective expertise, we figured, well, can we try to infuse some of these workouts with games and make it fun and, and easy to do? And that's how we got the idea. I love it because one of the things I know from the standpoint of trying to introduce any exercise regime is is boredom is a really tough thing to deal with. And the best way to continue with anything is distraction. Yes. Actually, I'm going to pick on you on that particular term, distraction. Okay. Pick In on fact, <laughs> for, for most 
I would say for most people who are really committed cardio uh, exercisers, yes, they always look for distraction like watching a video, listening to music while they're doing the cardio. Basically, what I would say, they usually just zone out from the workout. So what we have developed is the opposite of that. We are creating gameplay for our users so that when you are actually playing the games while you are exercising, your motion, including some of the simple uh, control button presses, we are actually forcing you to focus. We're forcing you to immerse yourself into whatever games that you enjoy playing and actually thinking up your mind, your mindful focus, and your body motion. So just imagine if you were to play a game of basketball, you know, you're not thinking about anything else. You're not listening to music. You're not distracting yourself with video. You, you, you are playing the game. You're focusing on the ball, whether blocking, shooting, whatever. So playing goji play games, it's not obviously not quite as immersive as playing a physical game of basketball. But I have to say it's really closest you can get to, especially if you find the type of games or genre of game that you enjoy doing. It's the opposite of distraction. It's focus, mindful focus. That's why you don't think about the time. You actually go to the gameplay and then, oh, half an hour is done because you are so immersive. <laughs> That's usually what I tell the people I interview too. You won't believe how much time goes by. <laughs> it's so immersive. <laughs> well, it's it's true though. I think that one of the things that we're learning, especially from the Eastern influences of yoga and meditation, is in fact that if you can immerse your mind in something, especially something as good as exercise, uh, then then you've truly given yourself that gift of of separating you from your everyday mind, and it helps you to reflect, I think, a little bit better on other aspects of your life. So what an interesting way to mix that desire to be to be in, immersed in the game world with physical activity. Um, I, I want to talk to you about this from two different perspectives. One, as the person that needs help exercising. But two, I also want to know a little bit about the strategy you may have played to take gaming to a new level as well so that you could help gamers. Okay, well, it's, uh, let me answer your second question first. Okay. So gamers um, is a, a completely different crowd to us because they have a much higher expectation of engagement and gameplay. So for us, the type of games that we end up developing we have to be extremely mindful of the actual physical motion that you are actually exerting. So there's not really much uh, room for you to make fine grain, you know, movement with your controller. Okay. So we basically, uh, at least for the current set of games that we are developing, um, it's really what I would consider them casual games. Okay. Uh, there's a, another reason for that uh, uh, related to health. Again, based on, based on a lot of interesting research, you probably heard about the movement of the sort of the fractionalized exercise, doing short bursts of exercise, but multiple times a day, like five to 10 minute-ish, get your heart rate up. And then, you know, depending on your physical condition, you may sweat, you may not. Um, so some of these interesting studies actually have highlighted that for people who are suffering from some of these chronic conditions like hypertension, prehypertension, diabetes, pre-diabetes, doing this kind of fractionalized exercise is actually very good for them. Number one, because it's easier. So they are not thinking, oh, I need to be on the machine for half an hour. No, they just need to be on the machine for a few minutes. So we are, again, with our gadgets, we are encouraging people to either take game breaks at work or take game breaks at home. Don't sit around all evening serving the web or watching TV, but just get up, play a game for five minute-ish or two, and then continue with your life. Uh, okay, so that's actually an interesting strategy because maybe people don't 
feel, especially people bringing themselves or reintroducing exercise to their world, they don't feel they have that chunk of time that's required. Right. But, you know, you can invite the family to play a game, and that's different, isn't it? Yeah. So, so again, you actually mentioned the critical factor that most people would identify why you don't exercise. It's time. People are always busy. I know. Isn't it sad? <laughs> and, and... <laughs> well, we all live in this modern world that is so distracting <laughs> that we are constantly multitasking. We are actually are conditioned by our own, the very environment that we created for ourselves, right? It's so technologically driven. Everything is just constantly bombarding you. Right, right. So let me ask you, in terms of the genesis, we talked about it a bit at the top of the hour, but were you really trying to target health and wellness for Americans' children or for adults? Or did you? Well, I am. So here's an interesting part. So initially, our original thinking were based on more adult because you have so many, uh, you know, middle aged Americans uh, could use a little bit more exercise. So again, uh, starting with my original idea of how people realize their good intentions. So that's how we initially create and design the system. But as we actually introduce the system, doing a lot of testing, marketing, and getting user feedback, and I, I couldn't help but notice that the kids just love it. And so at, at some of these activation events, so the parents were so happy to see, to watch the kids actually getting onto these exercise bikes, even though they are a little bit too big for them, but they didn't mind. They just paddling, laughing, playing games. I was like, oh, I could get them to play these kind of games, keep them, you know, motivated and moving. And so we, we've been thinking about that and, and try to uh, also carve out some of these uh, games or maybe some of the newer games that will appeal to kids as well, so that the whole family can actually get involved. Well, I mean, it certainly it certainly was engaging for us, and that's something that we like to find ways to engage our kids, especially as they get older. But can you comment a little bit on the state of health and wellness of our children in America right now? Um, so I, before I answer that question, I'm not the expert. Again, this is my observation. I think... Again, because of so many gadgets like, you know, I, you know, phones and tablets and game system. So kids are being enticed into this world of sedentary activities. And yeah, some of them are still very active and doing your normal stuff. But I do see a sort of a very subtle shift. And, and kids that who are so used to playing the electronic gadgets as, as they grow up, they, 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 they're, they're not really exposed to some of these normal, fun outdoor activities. So yes, I'm a little bit concerned with that. And, and so again, leveraging our system, just really being adaptive to the modern world. So if kids like to play video games, if we make the video game physical, <laughs> <laughs> it's still uh, somewhat of a benefit for them. So in in a way, you could look at the, the uh, gamification of exercise as a way of pulling people back out and helping them recover from too much uh, game time that's sedentary. Yes. So, and, and here's actually a very interesting development as well. I, you know, we, we may be sidetracking a little bit, but with the virtual reality uh, movement, a lot of the mainstream VR handsets are coming to the market. And, and we actually been doing a lot of experimentations and testing. So we also find that to be a very effective way to really emerge our user. So we will be supporting these uh, headsets as well. But the interesting part as the common problem for most VR games is sometimes you get motion sickness. So we are actually getting a lot of interesting data, testing the different style of games. Um, so we are actually pretty excited uh, about what's coming up uh, later in the year, maybe early next year, to, to take full advantage of some of the virtual reality game sort of development that's going on right now. 
Okay. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, we've had on our show on Real People OC a expert in video game addiction. So I, I'm happy to be able to provide maybe what could potentially be an antidote for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so actually, you know, again, combining just enough motion within your gameplay, I think, you know, our system is best designed for it so that you're really not just sitting around, even in a virtual re- uh, reality environment. It's so much better to actually have some motion that infuse within that virtual world. So I'm cautiously optimistic, but we still have to overcome some of the motion sickness related sort of side effects. <laughs> All right. Well, that comes from probably being too sedentary. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, well, yeah, combination. <laughs> or not, not, you know, not doing enough exercise so where you haven't taken enough oxygen too. Who knows? Um, that could yeah. be some of the side effects of going from a sedentary life to a more active life. Um, you know, it seems like something like this should have happened a long time ago. Why hasn't it happened yet, the gamification of exercise? Well, in fact, I would say going back about five years ago, there was a, like, this is what, that was the big movement uh, in, in, in Silicon Valley, talking about gamification of health. Uh, I, I have to say, unfortunately, really nothing happened. I would say Blue Goji is really the only company that completely invested in this space, and we are the only company that actually delivering products that is truly representing gamification of health. So not only we are actually giving you a, a, a cardio experience that is totally gamified, but our whole wellness platform, it's about fun and like you know, earning your Goji coin or Go coin for short as part of the reward for doing any activity, whether it's, you know, playing game on Goji to play system or just go out for a nice run, we'll, we'll give you credit. And, and we have a whole, we call Goji Madness tournament actually going on right now that, again, it's about motivating people to exercise. So we have the Madness tournament that's sort of model like a March Madness. We have four major groups we call uh, Active Central, which is open to everyone, um, BMI Cam for anyone who's a little overweight, um, Veterans Honor for our veterans. Uh, I was an Army vet myself, so I always include them in, <laughs> in, in my endeavor. And, and then Senior Rock, cool. so basically anyone 60 and above. So we set up four different groups so that we kind of incentivize them with slightly different activities. So, for example, if you are in the active central group, walking is not going to earn you any gold coins. You have to do a little bit more vigorous exercise. But for our senior and BMI camp, walking will earn you uh, gold coins. And so we have a lot of cool prizes like Apple Watch, electrical equipment, including a trip to New York City and, and a car. That's the grand prize. So we are really trying everything to gamify your whole experience. We'll see how effective that's going to be. I love it. (laughs) So you've given (laughs) me a little bit of a hint as to which group to join. (laughs) The the one that thinks walking is okay. (laughs) Yeah, so you can just walk uh, on the treadmill with the gameplay or go out for a nice stroll with friends and family. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the device. I want to know some of the inspiration about the design. It's just a beautiful piece of equipment. Uh, and, and, you, and this is all done through apps on your phone. Is that correct? Yes. So basically, you, so we actually support a lot of different activities. So for the Goji Play system, which is what you would use on any cardio machines like electrical, stationary bike, um, so it comes with two controllers that you wrap around the handlebar, and then you can play games with your phone or your tablet. So the, the, the controllers are very simple and small. It's very easy to carry them around. You can throw them in your gym bag to go to the gym, or if you're at home, you can just leave it on, on the machine. Um, and that's very simple and straightforward to, to use. And then we have other apps. So we have about 16 games so far and developing new ones as we go. Um, and then if you want to just do any outdoor activity like going for a hike or walk or run, we have another app called Goji Go. 
So again, you can download. In fact, you just need to download GoToGo and GoToVerse, then you are set for the Madness tournament. And you don't even have to buy our controller. But obviously, if you have the controller, that means you have more means to to exercise, to earn gold coins. Okay, good. So, And you find that holding out those gold coins is really motivational to people? They really use that to push themselves to new levels? Um, not all, but definitely some people. So the gold coins are also being used to unlock different levels within the games. So we are the reverse of most games. So you really think about our whole philosophy. So you buy a lot of these premium games or download these games, and then this company is trying to make you cough up more money as you play the game. We are actually give you incentive. We want you to just use your sweat currency to unlock the level instead of paying us money. I love it. But, but it's still, it's a very difficult uh, message to to get out to people because it's such a new and innovative concept. So I, I hope your listener will actually get this point and just go and try out our whole system. Absolutely. Well, what is the best way to start? I looked at a whole bunch of games. Which one would you recommend for the newbie to uh, go G? So for the newbies, uh, I like you to start out with simple games like Spin or Die. So in this case, okay, the game sounds a little dramatic. You're riding a bike in a very busy traffic area. So you have to avoid, you know, uh, vehicles. And, and in the meantime, all you have to do is just pedal or, or, you know, you can play that on your elliptical machine. And then you only have to use just left and right to steer to avoid obstacles. So that will give people started with a very, um, you know, get used to sort of the motion. Sometimes if you do the game for the first time, you do get a little bit of that motion sickness, like in a virtual environment. But once you play a game or two, then it's actually, there's no such motion sickness at all. And then I could, you could go into some puzzle games that has nothing, that's not related to the actual motion. You, your speed will determine some of the bonus points you get when you say, uh, play uh, Creature Crunch, which is uh, very similar to the game threes. You combine the tiles. And when you combine a tile and, and if you pedal a little faster, you get, you get more points. That's another style of games. And then one of the more fun and, and challenging games is uh, Smash the uh, Box. So basically, Smash the blocks. The, yeah, so when you, when you uh, pedal, your speed truly determines how fast you can move the character and, and how you can free your friends who are locked up in this box. <laughs> and um, so it, uh, it, it, it's fun. It's one of, the more, one of the more popular games. And then another popular game that's also very easy to do is trail run. You actually run the trail with your dog. So the dog is really the, the star attraction. We didn't expect the game to be so well received, but it's one of our popular games. People love it. Ah, love it. Love it. And so do you have a favorite? Have you come up with yours or... Yeah, so, so I have a, again, this, this is a trick, is that depending on the style of your cardio workout, so I basically have a set of games that I like to start. So I, I usually, once I get on the machine, I, I'll get started with my spin or die bike ride. So basically, that's almost like my warm-up. Um, I want to make sure I can go through the whole ride without dying. So sometimes I could do it in one or two tries. Sometimes it may take me three or four. So that would take basically three to five minutes to get that process through. By then, I'm warmed up. So then I'll go to speed bump, which is uh, a little bit crazy. You're, you're driving a car and you are trying to bump other cars to basically crash them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you go forward. <laughs> so it's a little crazy game, but it really gets you going. You, you really go in fast. So I would do that. Again, it's a, it's a good five-minute-ish game. Then I'll get through the game. Oh, very, and, uh, very so, so basically, you create your own, almost a, your, your own collection of gameplay that fit your lifestyle. And then I normally end with Creature Crunch, which is the puzzle game. Then I'm more like mindful. I'm not going crazy. I'm slowing down a little bit. 
booked 30 minutes has gone. Oh, interesting. Okay, so if you're just tuning in, this is Kimberly Martin, and I'm your host of Real People OC. And I am delighted to have with me Coleman Fung. He is one of three co-founders of Blue Goji. He shares this honor with uh, Charles and Kai Huang. They are the uh, former creators of Guitar Hero. And you are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm interested, you know, obviously they are a very creative team. Um, tell me, did you guys have battles when you were creating the games? Like who got to put one up on the platform? Actually, uh, we all work extremely well uh, because they are the gamers. So Charles is more the hardware guy. Kai, really good with games ideas. And I am the analytical. I'm the software backend. So we actually have a pretty good division of labor. Yeah, of course, we have sometimes we disagree on issues, but we always defer to whoever the expert is in the particular area. So I would say our working relationship is probably not that typical. Uh, We are extremely easy to work with. Oh, very good. Well, so you being a car enthusiast, did you have any hand in speed bump or were you weighing in on any of your passions in some of these games? <laughs> uh, yes, you are very good at picking up that little <laughs> correlation <laughs> between my interest and speed bump. Uh, yes, I, I, I love that idea. So basically, Blue Goji, we developed some of our games, but a lot of the idea, once we have the idea, we farm it out to different studios. Or sometimes we get input from different studios. And uh, so that was one of the ideas that when, uh, when the idea was shared with, uh, with us, I said, oh, I love that idea. Let's, let's uh, approve this project. Oh, very fun. Very fun. So, okay. Um, where do you see, well, I want to spend some time talking about your philanthropic efforts up at Cal Berkeley because there's some interesting stuff there through the Coleman Fung Foundation. And um, can you also tell me, before we divert to that, a little bit more about what you want to see this Blue Goji grow into and and how you see it impacting our lives? What okay. kind of reach well, are you looking big, for? Yeah, that, that's a big question. So I actually have, again, fairly modest idea. But we do want to move the needle, if at all possible. Again, you know, we started with the premise that, hey, we want to really help Americans with good intention to realize some of it. And so if I can just move that needle for a couple percentage points of that big population, Kimberly, we're still looking at a big number. I mean, you know, I don't envision ourselves to be any of these big, crazy uh, tech companies. I I would be just happy that we can make a difference. Encouraging people uh, to stick with their exercise, uh, game plan, pun intended, (laughs) Right. And, uh, and, and just have a, a healthier lifestyle. Uh, really giving them that, that the ability that they actually can manage and control their own health. Uh, that, to me, is a big win. How big is that going to be? I don't know. Uh, and I, I'm not focusing on, on the size of the impact. I just want to have impact. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's, uh, you know, I love, I love that that's the, that's, the concept for the next phase of life, especially after you've had a career as successful as yours, is you just want to have impact now, don't you? Yeah. So I, 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 I know actually most of people, most entrepreneurs, after they have a very successful startup, they become sort of a investor, like you know, joining these different VC and just invest in other company. I, I, I'm a doer. I, I want to do things. I don't want to sit around and say, oh, I like that idea. I'm going to put money there. I mean, I do a little bit of that, but for the most part, I love to get my hands dirty. I want to do it, and I, I, I don't know. That just maybe just my personality. Um, well, you know, not everybody can go sit on a sandy beach and sip a cocktail and be content with that. And I think, <laughs> I think people know if they're that person or not. And it's very often that the entrepreneur is not that person because <laughs> if they were driven to do what they've done once or twice, they're driven to do that many, many times. 
And, you know, that's, that's, that's hard for people to understand because people think, well, if you've achieved financial success, why wouldn't you just go sit on a beach and sip sand and, or sip sand, <laughs> no, sip a cocktail. But, you know, some people can do that for a week and others can do it for a year. I, I personally, I couldn't do it. No, I, I don't think I could. Actually, you know, uh, maybe a, a week, ask, a year. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll ask me to me. The luxury part, it is running Blue Goji. It is having this amazing opportunity to just try something completely crazy. Honestly, Kimberly, when we first came up with the idea, we really didn't think it would work, but we wanted to try it too. Would people actually play games on a cardio machine? So I'm, I'm happy to say when people actually try it, they love it. But the concept is still so crazy. What is exactly Blue Goji? Because oh, Goji play people don't understand. We're not a, a wearable company. We're you know, so it, it's a it's a difficult concept to to promote. But I'm having a lot of fun. Just the ability to run a small startup doing all these crazy stuff. That's my kind of luxury. Uh, I know me- people don't think that's the case, <laughs> but I. Well, give me an idea of what kind of crazy, because, I mean, now you have 16 games, you're probably going to want to expand that. And you've opened up a category that you say really wasn't a category before you've done it, correct? Yes. So the other crazy stuff, uh, I'll give you uh, a a preview. So one of the new games that we're working on, uh, we call Go Wing Safari, meaning it's, it's a flying safari. So basically, imagine you almost have uh, a flying drone, you can, uh, like a backpack on your back. So your movement will drive the, you know, basically will power the drone that you're flying. It's like a wing, literally. Love it. And then you're flying to this beautiful savannah. And, and then now, the first set of wings that you get is going to be a little old, noisy, cheesy. You can't go too fast and you tend to scare the animals. So that incentivize you to earn enough gold coin to upgrade your drone so that it will be quiet and fast. And you can, your, your goal is to take beautiful pictures. I'm a photographer myself. So <laughs> this is yes. part of my influence, my, my fingerprints on it. So your goal is to take beautiful pictures. So you're going to see initially these big and slow moving animals like giraffe, elephants, or maybe rhinos. And then you're going to work up to, you know, faster animal, you know, and the ultimate one is take a picture of the cheater who's running, booking, but you can only catch up with the cheater if you get the, the most advanced model uh, of the go, uh, the going fine gadget. And, and so that's your experience. And we're going to make it VR enabled. So that's a great huh. <laughs> Very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> Very cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about your foundation work. Can we do that? Sure. Um, why was it so important for you um, after you after retiring as CEO of OpenLink for you to give back, especially to your school? Well, uh, again, I am the product and beneficiary of a lot of philanthropists that were ahead of me. And so I would not have been where I am today if I didn't receive those benefits directly and directly. It's, it's basically uh, the, the, the bottom line. And so for me, uh, again, to me, that's another one of my luxury experience uh, besides winning Blue Goji is that I have the ability to do it. So it is my luxury experience. I don't care about you know, having a big yacht sailing across the ocean, I enjoy developing idea, pushing schools, not just UC Berkeley, but other uh, schools that I support to really develop creative idea, uh, solving issue that I care about, like education, uh, services for veterans and, and related areas. That's beautiful. It's just absolutely beautiful. Is there any particular one that you care to comment on or share with us and our listeners? Well, let's talk about the, the program you, you just mentioned. So I, I just set up uh, a new uh, undergraduate fellowship program 
um, I call that uh, Fund Fellowship for Wellness and Technology Innovations. Um, it's actually a, a new kind of partnership between the university, my foundation, and Blue Goji. So it's a very different. So typically in today's sort of support for university, you either give them a grant and then they do whatever they're going to do, whether it's to support research or support student program, which is all great. Or a company can contract a university to do stuff. Uh, our model is actually uh, much more hyper in the middle that I want to make sure that students get as much benefit as the university as well as the sponsoring entity like Blue Goji. So I want to have a win-win-win relationship. So we came up with this idea. It took a while for me to convince, even though I'm a big cow supporter, I, I have a lot of influence, but it still took a lot of time to convince the faculties and related people to support and get behind the idea. So basically, in a nutshell, we are creating a unique two-year uh, program. Basically, it's equivalent of taking uh, a three- or four-unit class in sequence, including the summer involved. And But instead of taking normal classes, um, we are creating very modularized, you know, one-unit class that are typically flipped, meaning we'll create the online content and students will, will, will basically go through their own learning and research, watching the video, taking the online class, but then come to class to actually do problem-solving discussions. So we have set it up. Again, the title is Wellness and Technology Innovation. So we, are, you know, the student will be exposed and learn about the Blue Goji platform, from how to develop games, how to develop the back-end services, what are the real issues? So we're focusing on three demographics, uh, at-risk youth, uh, veterans, as well as seniors. Again, we want to have these targets so that it's easier for them to focus on their interests. So, for example, for at-risk youth, uh, in case you haven't noticed, I'm a product of Berkeley, so people always say I'm from the Republic of Berkeley, so I'm very liberal. <laughs> but at the same time, I will be the first to say that our idea of how to help people or lift people out of poverty really hasn't done that well for the last 50 years. And I want to go even a step beyond that. So, again, I'm no expert in neuroscience and all the stuff, but to me, early childhood development, I think most people are now finally coming around and say, you know, a dollar invested for early childhood development will give you the biggest return. So I'm definitely in that camp. So imagine this. If you have kids coming from underserved communities who are behind because they just don't have the normal, whatever you define, however you define normal, uh, stimulation from parents or guardians and in fact they probably ex experience more stressing uh, issues than most kids right. so if they are behind coming to pre-k program is it possible that we can create a virtual environment where we are promoting them to play fun, even educational games that are not just playing games, but physically connected with their physical motion. And we have seen a lot of interesting research how games stimulate the brain, but physical activity also stimulate the game. So our platform is the only platform that can combine both of them together. So can we help kids, especially these under, underprivileged kids, to catch up, to close the gap, where they're actually experiencing reward and encouragement and pat on the back. They're going to earn badges. They're going to have leaderboard. They're going to be bragging about their friends and how they can compete and earn better scores. So mm -hmm. the beauty of gameplay is it's about competition in a very, very non-judgmental way. If you struggle with a particular level, you keep playing until you get over it, and then you right. get to the next level. <laughs> that is the best experience, live experience, that we're teaching them as well. 
I, I love it. I love it at catching catching the youth before they have a chance to fall behind because as we know, when they do fall behind, it is so tricky to catch up. Right, and also giving them sort of a, a completely different sense of self-worth and, 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 and just connecting because, again, I, I, I am not any expert in the area, but I can just imagine kids growing up in these challenging environments the, the kinds of experience they have, it's probably almost like PTSD-like symptoms, that you don't know when your parents going to be around or what it's, kind of screaming and yelling. It's probably just like PTSD. <laughs> it's probably exactly, right? it's probably exactly that. But for a small kid. Yeah. But so, so, so forget about all these social programs that we have experimented. They don't work. They haven't done anything that we've seen material result. So I like to try something completely different. Can we create new types of pre-K program that is kind of infused with this kinds of virtual world with games and create games that are fun but also have certain learning component to it? Maybe even have some mechanic to help them deal with their stress. Oh. I mean, I'm daydreaming. This this is one of those crazy things I was talking to you about. It's a, it's a beautiful this is a luxury. This is a luxury experience for me that I can actually push, you know, school-like town to, to try something because Richmond is only about 10, 15 minutes away from Cal. So we want to move the school in and work with us. Actually, you know what is funny? After we heard about the, the sad news uh, at Flint, Michigan, so here's another perfect lab for us. You know, you have kids suffering from lab poisoning. Right. So it's going to have impact on their learning, right? Again, given the the plexity of the brain. Can we stimulate the brain? Can we get motions and games and whatnot to help these kids just, just push themselves? But Berkeley is very far from Flint, and I have pushed uh, the faculty to see if they have any connection to Michigan. So far, we haven't made any effort, but I am. I haven't given up yet. I, I actually been. Uh, I ran into another. Uh, faculty uh, or administrator at Rutgers University that has more connection to see if they can put us in touch. I mean, we just need to have work with one or two schools there and just to see whether we can actually help. Well, I love I love the fact that you're um, dreaming and imagining in these ways. I think something comes from creativity and the fact that you are able to reflect in this way is is a really hopeful sign that uh, you can intersect with people at a difficult time in their life and make an impact. I love the idea. Yeah, so th- this is my definition of luxuries. <laughs> it's very different. I love it. I love it. Well, so um, I guess I guess if you're dreaming in, in those ways, there's really no end to what you can do with this platform. Is this something that you envisioned in the beginning, or is this kind of come as a result of seeing some of the results of what you've put forth so far? Uh, it's definitely the latter part. Um, in fact, I, may I just digress a little bit? Please. For, especially for your listeners. So being an entrepreneur, um, there's no magic. There's no, say, uh, a secret that I can see the future and then pick the right route. I think the secret is having a very open and flexible mind so that you can see opportunity as they develop. So even for my first company, OpenLink, first of all, I'm an engineering student. So getting into finance and actually starting a company, becoming uh, a huge player in the energy trading and risk management space. It was not planned. Trust me, it was, there was no such scenario. Right. And, and the same thing is same, uh, playing out for Blue Goji. You know, we have one simple goal, help people with good intention. And since then, um, I've been able to really see the possibility, as you were saying, actually really eloquently put, that I see this opportunity and and while you were saying that, I actually have agreed to work with another nonprofit that, number one, first disclosure, I helped start it. It's called College Spring. They actually provide SAT tutoring for underserved kids. And so we're going to pilot with them to actually create a gamified experience 
So here's the challenge. They actually have very good results, uh, raising the SAT score by about 200 point average for their kit. But even after they've done that, they noticed some kids still didn't go to the college applications and all the process. And I talked to the uh, executive director, the founder of the effort, and I knew him at the Stanford day. And I say, Garrett, of course you can't assume there's a lot of behavioral issue. There's a lot of factor that's very complicated. So what we need to do is to help them. So I'm going to create a game of challenge that they have to do. Basically, the, the last stage of the challenge is for these kids that actually showed up on a college campus in September. And, and that's how they're going to play the game. And so I'm going to leverage our platform. And, okay, this has nothing to do with physical activity, but maybe mental health or, or what I call mindful health. <laughs> I love it, mindful health. <laughs> well, I love, I love that you're thinking in these directions. You know, one of the things that you and probably your partners can do that, that maybe other younger or newer entrepreneurs, especially those that are having to pay a lot of debt service to investors um, can do is use this platform creatively and not so much worry about the bottom line. Is that some freedom that you feel like you have been able to achieve throughout your career that now this company is really a, a give back? Yes. Yeah. So it's a, it wasn't intended that way, but kind of morphed into in a very organic way, look, I, I, I need to develop the company in such a way so that it is more sustainable. We are not there yet. But at the same time, all these great opportunities, like helping under-at-risk uh, kids or kids going, you know, doing the last mile work to help them get to college, I didn't expect any of this stuff. It kind of not happened naturally. So I, you know, again, that's what I keep saying. I really value my luxury experience. That's my luxury experience to me, having the ability to dream about these activities and able to do it. Absolutely. Well, it's so it's so much fun to hear you create as as we speak, but also to hear some of the ways that you're intersecting in some very difficult aspects of people's lives and and really in some difficult aspects that's so funny aspects of society um any other big ginormous um you know human conundrums are you trying to tackle too with blue goji (laughs) i think we cover we have (laughs) we covered some big ones (laughs) yeah we we i i think so here's my challenge i'm a, a very high functioning almost borderline add person so the key is uh, I, I guess part of my success is that even though I'm ADD, but just enough of focus to get things done, but always keep my mind open to possibilities. And and actually, I, I, I chatted with students a lot about, jokingly about my ADD-ness, that you need to have a little bit of ADD-ness, but otherwise you become so narrowly vision or tunnel vision that you don't see the opportunities. Even when it's staring right in front of you. It's so true. But if you're too ADD, then you don't get anything done. Right. Or you can just partner with the right people that take your ideas and run with them, if that can work. Yeah, yeah. You you can do that as well, finding the right partners. Well, so uh, we're drawing down on our time. We have a little bit of time left just to... Uh, ruminate, if you would, about what you want to see Blue Goji do in the next five years and and maybe how, how you're spending your time as its CEO. Okay, five years is a long time in today's technology world, but oh. I'll try. Okay, three months then. <laughs> no, oh, I'm just kidding. You tell me okay. You tell me what the right amount of time is. How about that? Okay, so I would like to see, uh, we are definitely in the, in the bleeding edge of wellness. And I hope to really get the message out to Americans that, hey, you know, there are ways that we could help you in in a very conducive fashion to help you realize some of these healthy habits. 
And, and we are investing a lot in creative games, like the games I mentioned to you. And we are also pushing in the VR envelope. We are actually very excited about that because I think that will also draw people into that physical game-infused cardio activity. Um, so I hope we will be really claim that spot, cardio slash VR space. I know it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beast, it's an animal that people don't recognize. But to me, playing VR game with that motion, even though it's not exactly matching whatever motion you're doing, but it's a good proxy to get into that immersive world. So I, I, I'm very bullish. And, uh, but we still have a lot of work because of the motion sickness part, you know, getting some of these partnerships done so we become almost like a de facto controller for a lot of these motion-based stuff. So a lot of work to be done. But beyond that, actually, shortly, we're going to release a very cool app called Gojite. It's a, it's a meditation app that you use, but we do more than help you with meditation. We actually read your heart rate. We even try to ascertain your HRV, so that way we'll give you a good sense of your stress level. Um, so one simple app, you don't need these, uh, the strap with the sensor on, so we are using just the camera. Uh, so that's very exciting. It's currently in the alpha phase, where, so we're hoping to get it wrapped up soon, within a month or so. Do you see the, then the device um, interfacing with wearables so that you can gather some of that information? Yes. So basically, the problem with actually most of the wearables, they don't give real-time information. So for example, so far, I know I can get decent heart rate from uh, Microsoft Band and Apple Watch. The only problem is that even that heart rate is too much an average. So it's too much an average. That means I am not getting good detailed data. So we, our, our heart rate sensing mechanism is actually more advanced. So we are doing almost instantaneous heart rate reading. We are actually reading your heartbeat. And then the time difference between each bit is the heart HRV readings. So we actually are doing more advanced sensing than most wearable is doing. But we'll, we'll interface it. We just couldn't use the hardware because it's averaged so much that you you lost all the details. Okay. So, so we hope to keep going, moving in the health and wellness space. And we actually like to develop some diet games, um, hopefully in a year or two, again, to make it fun, even the eating part. The, your diet is part of your wellness. Uh, you are what you eat. I, I am a true believer in that. Um, so there's a lot to do. There is a lot. There is a lot to do. I love that you say that. I, I bet you feel the, the weight of that statement every day when you wake up, right? There's a lot to do. <laughs> there's a lot to do, but then you can't think about all that stuff. You just have fun enjoying the journey. I think, you know, again, it sounds very cliche. It's not so much, you know, the destination. It's really the journey. So really quickly, there was a possibility of, um, of some student involvement locally here in Los Angeles. Can you talk for a minute, a minute about that? Well, I'm hoping that the fellowship program works out really well, and then I can extend that model and maybe work with additional uh, campuses uh, within the UC system. So, yes, stay tuned. Oh, I'm, very I'm good. cautiously optimistic. Oh, very good. Well, this has been an exciting interview with Coleman Fung. He is one of three co-founders of Blue Goji. And I'm so excited to have you. And, you know, keep us posted. Let us know where this with where this goes. And we'd, yes, lo- we'd love, love to, to be... keep you posted. Very good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's, it's been, been a... Been it's been fun. A, very it has, fun. It has been fun. What a pleasure. <laughs>